Hey, hey, this is the Amy Williams Show, the motivational Christian podcast for women. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I'm here to talk about all things life, God, love, and business. Whether you need inspiration and motivation in your personal life or a swift kick in the big girl pants for your business, you've come to the right place. As your podcast host and your podcast coach, I'm here to help you. No matter what you're going through in life, you are not alone. Let's dive in. All right, this is the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams. I want to talk today about a few different things. So I know that this episode is coming late, and I am sorry about that. We've had a few things going on. Uh, Stephen Furtick did a sermon um, all about offense, and it's it's very interesting um, to go back And re-listen to sermons that you've listened to because it's been a few years and more things have happened. And you're like, oh, that one really applies to today. And uh, sometimes, you know, when I look at the word, the way it's spelled, it's also offense, you know, offense and defense. But um, when we say I'm offended, um, it's a little different, right? With everything social media happening, uh, with the debate and with everything crazy, politics, just so many things. And what I'm noticing is everyone is so quick to be offended and we're we're listening to reply versus you know listening to empathize or listening to understand and i think there's a big difference so i want you to really hear me all the way out on this one and hopefully it can help you in in this journey because if you're offended and you're constantly walking around offended, then it's going to pour into all the other areas of parenting and marriage and business and all the things and it affects you in the whole day. So before we really, really get into this, I want you to listen to uh, episode one, which is check your feed. Uh, episode two, power of your words. Episode three, check your circle. And episode four, pouring from an empty cup. Those four episodes were in my launch. If you already listened to them, awesome. And it'll make a little bit more sense and I don't have to cover as much. So those ones are really good. I really want you to go back and listen to them again. But I'm going to sum it up really quick. Obviously, number one, check your feed. That is all about, you know, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, not just your feed as in your news feed, but just like what radio stations are you listening to? What news stations are you listening to? Everything. I want to add to that one because we watched, my husband and I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix and (laughs) very interesting. So if you haven't watched that, go watch it. It's so, it makes your mind just... So I want to add that to check your feed because everyone's feed is so different and it's all about algorithms and how every single one of the platforms is trying to hook you to stay with them and spend more time on that platform because then they get paid for for ads and all that stuff, right? So we kind of understand that, but it just goes more into depth about it. Obviously, way more important now to be checking your feed and being very mindful of what you're feeding yourself. Episode two, power of your words. This is all about not just your words, but your thought process and what you're thinking of yourself, what you're saying about yourself, what you're saying and speaking over your family, over your children. It's, it's biblical and the power of life and death is in the tongue. So 
That's a great episode. I want you to go back to that one. And then three, check your circle. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Who is bringing you up? Who is lifting you up? What mentors do you have? What coaches do you have? What friends circle do you have? Are they bringing you up or are they weighing you down? Uh, That's a really good one and matters very much right now. And four, pouring from an empty cup. If you guys are not taking care of yourself, how can you take care of anybody else? And I'm so guilty of this too, especially more recently with my social media slash podcast break, I did a lot of self-care and I I definitely had lots of tears and grief and just mourning for everything that COVID stole and just that empathy part of seeing how it was affecting so many other people and not just me and just how much sadness and brokenness is in our world and our justice system and all of that. If you are not taking care of you, then you're not going to be able to move forward. Check that episode out when you get a chance. So that sums up episodes one through four. And uh, that brings us up to being offended. (laughs) So that brings us to episode 46. I think that's 46 today. Uh, Maybe 46. I don't know. It's it's COVID. It's whatever episode it is. So my husband, Shannon, and I, we've been married for eight years now. August was eight years. And this one was a little different. It's Corona style. You know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to birthdays and anniversaries in this weird uh, 2020 year. But um, this last year, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm not alone in this. It's just been such a challenge and navigating all of those things from the outside world that are coming in, you know, all of the togetherness with shutdown and all the stress and the anxiety and fears, all of those things you know, it's, it's been a challenge. And I'm, I'm happy to say that we're, we're still together and we're still here. <laughs> but for those of you who haven't followed any of my social media platforms yet, please go follow me. Instagram is my go-to. Mainly I'm Instagram at the Amy Williams show. So my husband is a black man. So which that makes our three babies biracial. And I'm so, so, so incredibly grateful for my family and I feel so incredibly blessed to be their mama and to be his wife. So two or three years ago, I really, really started digging in and leaning more into just learning about history and diversity, inclusion. And I had I have an amazing mentor and uh, I'm getting connected to a few more wonderful, amazing women. Just, I guess, being way more intentional with um, our surroundings and certain situations. It's been interesting um, inside our four walls. So uh, I'm so thankful that Shannon's got some patience for me because there's so many times that I'll be like, I had no idea about this, this, and this. And he'd be like, how do you not know I learned that when I was little? Like, it's, it's very interesting. We talk about, you know, current events and things that are happening and like just the differences and how, you know, I was raised versus how he was raised. When we when we go and we go on our social medias, obviously they're completely different. I mean, our TikToks are co- totally different and we laugh about it and it makes sense. Obviously, after watching Social Dilemma, it makes way more sense. But it's just so easy to get offended. And we 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 know when there's certain things happening that we're like, no social media today. For my mental health and yours, we're not going on social media today. It'll still be there tomorrow. And there's days where we legit just, nope, no, not allowed today. Because we know if we go on and we start reading and we start seeing all the comments and all the opinions and it's like, oh my word, how do you not get it? Or, you know, people probably think the same way about me or whatever. You know, it's, 
<laughs> it is what it is. So we just, to protect our emotional stability and protect our relationship and protect our thought processes, we say no. If, if you find yourself being offended by friends and family and what they're posting, to just say no and to get off of it. Because it's, it's, it's so important right now. You're not going to change anybody's mind or opinion in a Facebook comment. Now, if this is someone that you know and you care for them, I highly encourage like a coffee date or, hey, can we can we discuss this civilly outside of Facebook comments and just like have a real discussion about it and say, this is, you know, what I see and this is how I feel. And when you post something like this, it makes me feel this way. And then they can say, that's not how I meant to make you feel. And when when I post this and this, I mean it for this. And you can actually like kind of dig a little deeper into it and be like, now we can find our common ground. There's there's my two cents on that. <laughs> it's like, I just see so many families and friends is being torn apart over certain things. And it's it's so heartbreaking to to witness because Jesus is calling us not just to love him, but to love each other. And I just don't see a lot of love. So I, I want you to be mindful of are you showing love? Is this something that you're going to post showing love? Is this caring? Is this, let's let his light shine through our social media. Let's be different than everybody else. Like, oh, I so desperately want to like, just shake some people. <laughs> Please don't be a person I want to shake. Um, I mean, for me, like there have been so many times in the past six months that my my jaw just drops to the floor and at the bravery of some of the posts I see in my newsfeed. And I'm like, that's not brave in a good way. Like, how, how could you post that? And I'm like, oh, my word. I just how can you how can that be your thought process and claim to be a Christian? And it, I don't understand that process. So then I get confused and I start getting convicted like, oh, my word, I can't, I can't, I can't align myself with that thought process. And I just, I want to understand it, but I, I can't. And I'm like, do you really think, do you really agree with what you posted? Because if you really agree with that, wow. I mean, huh, because if you agree with that, but yet you love my family, you love my husband, you love my children then then what they don't match they don't line up and so I get frustrated and if you're if you're here for me and you're here for my kids and you love me and you love my kids then you can't post that you can't agree with that and it I'm getting a little a little off topic and a little heated but you got to hear me when you're posting things you have to understand like I know I know that I'm never going to please everyone all the time that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to make everybody happy. I'm not here for that purpose. But if I know without a doubt that by me posting this meme or me posting this something is going to offend people, I'm not going to post it. Facebook used to be like filled with babies and marriages and all this. And now it's like not that. Let's get back to old Facebook <laughs> of happy things. <laughs> Okay, so I've got an analogy for you. Uh, let's get off of that uh, rant here. Uh, I love, I love, 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 love watching football. So I grew up watching football. My older brother played it. And so I watched every single one of his games. Uh, he's like the athlete, you know, basketball, football, and 
baseball. So I spent a lot of time watching sports. I'm a softball player. Um, I also played basketball, but I wasn't near as good. But I love football. Football was so fun for me to watch. I understood the rules and the games. Like, obviously, there's a few rules I still get confused about. But um, I love watching football movies, too. I also am the weird wife that I get really excited about how excited my husband gets over football. Like, you know, by January, I'm kind of like, okay, are we done with football yet? But I love how much he loves it. Yes, I'm a cheesehead by marriage. Go, Pat, go. Thank you, Hubster. So I I think for me, like what I love about football is that there's just so much that goes into it, like so much practice, two a days, and just so many moving parts and how big the team is. And you've got, you know, when you play basketball, it's it's five, right? On the court, it's five versus five. So there's, you know, your offense and defense. But for football, it's like you go all in on this one position. You go all in on either offense or defense. You go all in. And then when you, you watch those movies, they got the big chalkboard with the X's and O's and you got the defensive plays, offensive plays. Like, OK, getting you get the picture. Right. I love seeing the X's and O on the drawing board because I am a planner. I love to plan things. And when things aren't in my plan, I just like it's kind of gives me a little anxiety, which has been really fun for 2020. So like football. You got my analogy, right? Here we go. We need to be prepared for life. We need to practice. We need to plan and we need to have offense and we need to have defense and we need knowledge. We need to, you know, they they study the rule book. They study the the opposing team and have, you know, films and they watch how that that team does this play and how are we going to defend against their offense or how are we going to do our offense against their defense, right? They, they have a plan and we need that for our lives, whether it's personal, whether it's marriage, whether it's parenting, whether it's business, like all of it, right? You need to be very clear in where you're going and what process. And I, I also want to talk about like the spiritual warfare that we're in and, and the mental health. So in each of these categories of business or personal relationship, parenting, uh, spiritual, it's you can get offended majorly in each individual category. So I, I'm not talking about just politics here. I'm talking about everything, right? Like I start a new business and I'm really offended because none of my friends support me. Okay. Um, I started a new podcast and nobody's downloaded it. So I'm offended or whatever. Like, oh, I made these new earrings and somebody didn't like them. Okay. Like there's so many, th- I'm not just talking politics at all. It's, it's all that stuff. I hope you also catch last week's episode. If not, it was all about being capable and starting that biz, standing up, speaking up, whatever God's calling you to do, you are capable. And I can't even begin to tell you um, how many ideas, business ideas or parenting things I've tried and, you know, uh, reward systems and discipline differently and you know all like some things are trial and error uh, and, and that's okay. And some things like you might start and be like, mm, nope, that didn't work. Uh, nope, not meant for that. And I, I shared some of that in, in that episode last week. But how many ideas that I've had and stopped dead in my tracks just because of my thought process, even when it comes to like the podcast and how many episodes I'm like, oh, I should do an episode about this or oh, I should do it. Like, and I stopped dead in my tracks because of my thought process and because of imposter syndrome or thinking I'm not qualified or any of those things. And I also think it's super important that 
that you have a plan, that you prepare, you practice, you do all those things so that you are setting yourself up for success. Obviously, if you're here, you know this is a Christian podcast and we know we're talking about God. And we're going to talk a little bit about that spiritual uh, warfare aspect. So I know how the devil attacks me, but I'm aware because the same thing has worked over and over and over and over. Uh, so if you go if you go back on your life and you reflect some of those things where you can see God working things out for you and you can say, I know that this was God. You can say, I know this was God. Then you can also look back and say, mm, I know that was the devil's handiwork because <laughs> he's a sneaky little bugger and he thinks he's sneaky and he thinks he can get me, but he can't because I know he he got into my marriage for this fight by my husband not putting the toilet paper roll on the toilet paper again or by not doing the dishes or by, you know, golfing or by <laughs> it's not a dig at you, babe. I love you. You know, so, you know, like, OK, this is this is how he's going to get in and this is how it, you know, it's kind of starts and it just kind of bubbles a little bit. And it's like, Ooh, this, oh, this pissed her off today. And Oh, this, Oh, this made her upset. And Oh, that, Oh, no, that's not going to work. Oh. If you believe in God and you believe in heaven, then you also believe in hell. You know that in the Bible, it says that the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. So if he can steal your joy, if only for that moment, because you're frustrated about the dishes or the house or something small, now he's got you and he's going to come and kill. He's going to kill your dreams, kill your ideas. And oh, that's not going to work. Uh, that's a dumb idea. Right. And he's going to destroy. So if you have something going, he can destroy. Like that's how he's going to get you away from God, because that's his goal. And we know that we know that we we see that we know his goal. So if you can be on the offense and and say, this is what I'm doing, but then you also have to be prepared on the defense that you know, okay, last time this is what worked and got me off track. I know how to fight that and it's not going to work this time. Not today, devil, not today. So right now, if we go back to what we were talking about earlier with social media and you are getting offended daily or multiple times a day at what you're seeing. Stop going there. Stop making yourself offended by voluntarily going into Facebook or Twitter or whatever and stop it. You're doing it to yourself and it's an addiction. It's meant to be an addiction to go to those platforms. I'm guilty too. And you're going to get offended by what you're seeing and then it ruins the other parts of your day. Well, of course, of course. Because if the devil knows that that's going to work, he's going to keep doing it. Hmm. All right. Well, think about it. So either change who you're following, change how much time you're spending, unfriend, unfollow, do something, change it up so that you're not getting so offended so quickly. And that way he can't get to you so quickly. You know, it's, it's so awesome, the power that social media has. And it's so amazing uh, that it's readily available in our back pocket, purse, whatever, wherever you're keeping that thing, on your table. It's right there all the time. 90% of the time, it's in your hand. So you have access all the time to the good things. You have access all the time to get on a sermon to get in into the word to listen to some worship music you have all the apps that you can pick what songs you, to. you have access 
but that also gives the devil access to you 24-7. So how are you protecting yourself? How are you blocking that avenue? Because I know there's other avenues, but if this one's working all the time, of course it's going to keep working unless you do something different. And if you know that you get mad about that toilet paper roll or the dishes or the, the small things. Right? This is, we're just talking about the small. We're not talking about the big things. Those are big things. Those are important. Talk about the small things that bubble up and, and boil over. Let it go. Just change a toilet paper roll. Just do like what whatever it is, whatever that small stuff is. See if you change your attitude and your outlook towards towards it and see what difference that makes. Now, and that's where it gets tricky. So you you have the playbook, you have the knowledge. And you know, okay, I got you. I see what you're trying to do to me. I see that this social media thing is actually ruining my day because I'm seeing how upset I'm getting at what I'm reading because people's other other people are posting this crazy stuff and it's making me upset. So I'm going to stop it. Now you have to be prepared to be on the defense because he's going to try something new and you have to be on the lookout and you have to be aware and know Okay, if he can't get to me through my phone, through my social media, if he can't get to me through that, he's going to get to me through something else. Because you are called to do what you're supposed to do. And he's going to stop you every step of the way, any way he can. I can't even tell you how many times this week I have had this episode written out, planned. I've got all my ideas, scriptures, all this stuff. I've had it planned for two weeks. And yet, for some reason... I have been so incredibly crazy busy with the weirdest things because I know that this message is supposed to be stopped. And you know, if you're trying to do something amazing and you know God's calling you to this, you know, in your knower, this is God, I got to do this. Be prepared for it to stop, for it to get bashed, whether it's mentally or actually or physically, it's going to happen. Be on the defense. Be ready. Know what's going to come so that you can succeed. So you're setting yourself up for success because nothing's going to stop you. So for for me, one of the things that I struggle the most with, and it's so frustrating and I know it, is the imposter syndrome. It's thinking I'm not qualified. I am not good enough. Uh, There are other people who are better, smarter, more organized, they're, they don't say as many ums or they're prettier, they're skinnier, whatever. They've got it all together and I don't. Why even try? I told you guys last episode that I, uh, my husband and I have this amazing opportunity that we get to be host for a new podcast from our church, uh, Mosaic Harmony. And I'm so excited about it, but I'm so nervous. And I had to talk to a few people about it because I'm like, how can I be qualified in this space. And it just, I mean, really, it's its thrown me for a loop. And it's just one of those things like, I struggle with it. And I know that this is how he always gets me every single time. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are? No one's going to listen to that episode. Oh, you only get five downloads, 10 downloads. Guys, last week, I had 150 downloads. I had a break for two and a half months. Thank you. Someone's out there listening. Like, this is not something that just happens in one day. This is time and time again. And it's like, I know 
I struggle with, I'm not a good enough mother. I'm not a good enough wife. It's, it's not, I'm not a good enough coach. I'm not a good enough whatever. All of it. I'm not a good enough cook. I, we're not eating healthy enough or they don't get enough of this or the too much screen time. Like there's so much judgment in my own stinking head and in my own thought process that I beat myself up and I shut down. So if, if you're anything like me and if you're sitting there critiquing every move you make and going, I'm not good enough. I can't do what she's doing. I'm not. Uh, my house isn't organized. My laundry's not done or, you know, whatever it is. It's the small things that always add up. Let it go. You are not made for a small life. God's calling you to something bigger. Be prepared. Practice. Plan. Dream. Vision. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. You know, there's so many things that you can implement for time management, for intentional time with God, for strategy, for all those things. I encourage you to map it out, to make it, vision it, know what that's going to look like. So that way you can be successful and you can win. If you're playing on that football team, you think they just run out there and just run around like chickens with their head cut off? No, they've got a plan. They call their plan. They know where they're going. They know the routes. They know what they're doing, but they also understand that somebody is trying to stop them. And then they're going to fight for the entire game to make sure that they can't be stopped. Are you going to fight the entire game so that the devil cannot stop you from what you're called to do? Or are you going to give up? You are not made for a small life. I have that on my poster hanging in my room. It's been there for two or three years from one of the sermons that my pastor said. And it just stuck with me. I'm like, I know I'm not made for a small life. I know this. I know everything that I have been through is not for nothing. It's not for nothing. I'm here to help somebody, even if it's just one person, get through grief or get through, you know, divorced parents or get through whatever that may be. I'm here to help just that one person come closer to God and know him. That's my goal. But I'm telling you, friends, if we are offended all the time, we are not giving God enough glory. Fix your focus. Put it on the good things that are going. Stop being consumed with all the negative because there is plenty of it. You don't have to search for that. You might have to search for the good right now, but I'm telling you, it's worth it if you search for the good. Start your day with the positive affirmations, with the good stuff. Focus on what's good. What do you have? I'm going to end with this. I'm so fired up right now. But one of the things that we started doing this summer as a family, for me, I'm super big on family meals, no screens at the table. We sit, we eat at least dinner. Obviously, husband's at work. So lunch and breakfast, we all sit down. But dinner, he joins us as long as he's home. But every meal, we came up with something. So we have to say three things we're thankful for. And um, the, there's rules to this. You can't repeat what the other person said. And because there's three meals, it ends up being nine things. You can't say the same thing in the same day. And they remind us if we miss it. They There has been some really silly things that we're thankful for, like underwear. 
you know, we're thankful for underwear. But there's been some really cool things that they have come up with in their little brains of six and seven. You know, they're thankful for joy. They're thankful for Jesus. They're thankful for, you know, electricity. They're th- there's so many cool things that they're thinking of. And then there's obviously, you know, I'm thankful for toots and boogers. And, you know, we get there. I'm like, okay, you can be thankful for boogers because your body's getting it out. Okay. Anyway. Uh <laughs> But it has been a game changer because it has fixed our focus on what we're thankful for instead of and what we do have instead of what we don't have. And and that complaining and, oh, I want this toy or they have this and we don't or whatever that comparison game is. And so it's been really fun. And if you're looking for something for your family, I highly recommend it. It's really fun. You don't have to do it the way we do it. But if you can just, hey, what are three things you're thankful for today? And you all have to come up with something different. It's been fun. And I, I hope that you try it out, even if just for a couple days, and see how it goes. Because it can really, especially if you're starting at breakfast, and you're like, hey, before we get off to school, before we start this whole mad rush of craziness, what are three things you're thankful for today? And you'd be surprised what they come up with. All right, guys, that's it for today. Ah, I have so much more to go. Uh, thank you for being understanding in my... Uh, scheduling <laughs> of releasing episodes in this moment of life. Um, appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for listening, for sharing, for giving me encouraging words. Uh, thank you for your text messages, for those that have listened, or your direct messages, PMs, all the things. The biggest compliment you can give is really, really, really just sharing it, whether it's just in your stories or whatever, and saying, hey, go check this out. Spread the news. See you next week, guys. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much for listening to The Amy Williams Show. I'd love for you to join The Amy Williams Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok using the handle at The Amy Williams Show and on Twitter at The AW Show. If you want to learn how to start your own podcast, the multiple ways to monetize it, leverage it, and maximize your influence, then join the private Facebook group at the International Podcast Coaching Network. Can't wait for you to join and get connected with like-minded women using their zone of genius to speak to the world. Before you go, the biggest compliment you can give to The Amy Williams Show is leaving a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on the Stitcher app for Android. It means so much to me, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a blessed day.